spicy ladies. Welcome to this week's episode. I am so, so, so excited. So this is my first guest ever on the podcast and I had to make sure that it was going to be a good one. And I just feel like today is going to be so powerful and so eye-opening and really so educational. Um, so my guest today is Dr. Shannon O'Brien. So she is a chiropractic doctor here in Georgia. Um, if you are local, she's in the Marietta area, right? Yeah, thereabouts. Yeah, okay. Okay. Marietta, Kennesaw, Akron. Marietta, yeah. yeah, all the spaces in between. <laughs> Cobb County, you know, trout, yeah. massive <laughs> Cobb County. Um, but uh, so Shannon and I actually met now th four years ago working. I worked at a chiropractic office as the administrative assistant, and she was a brand new chiropractic doctor. So um, Shannon's story is really cool. I think you guys are really going to appreciate, you know, her backstory, where she came from, how she got into holistic care as far as chiropractic goes, and then what you can learn from her today. So Shannon, I just want to start with your backstory. Like, I just want you to talk about where you were. I know you were employed with a CDC, which as we are, you know, as we know, and as we've been learning, like aren't exactly holistic, if you want to put it that way. Um, so I just want you to talk a little bit about like your experience there, why you left, and then how you transitioned into chiropractic care and being a powerful female business owner. This is so fun. Um, first of all, like I totally invited myself on this show. So, cause I've listened to your podcast and I was just like, oh, this is fun. I need this in my life. People need this in their lives. And I was like, and I just want to be on it. So there, yes. that's for lesson one, ask for it. Yes. Worst they'll say is no. Um, and I'm really excited to be a spicy lady. Cause I love that's yes. how you start the show. And I'm like, I'm a spicy lady. So, um, I just wanted to put those things out there, but yeah. So I, even yesterday, I, um, I met with a local doula who's, um, new ish to the area, new ish to the business. And so it was kind of fun, like outlined the whole story with her. So it was kind of a wonderful way to meet with her and be like, oh yeah, this, this was my story. Um, because I feel like too, yes, a business owner, but then also like in that birth world, because I do have a prenatal focus and I do have a pediatric focus. When you have in that birth world, a lot of those birth workers have like that light bulb moment or that reason that, you know, the why they're doing what they're doing. And I think that there's beauty in uncovering that because then um, that's their why, right? That's, you know, what you're doing, why you're doing what you're doing type of thing. And so it's nice to hear those sorts of things from um, other practitioners as well, too. But yeah, so I, I always, you know, even in the office too, I'm always tell people, I'm like, I haven't always been a chiropractor. You know, I have people in my office that have been getting adjusted longer than me, um, longer than I've been a chiropractor, <laughs> you know, like sometimes I'm like, I, I feel like you could be in here telling people more about this <laughs> than, than I am. But um, yeah, so I love science. I've always, always loved science. I just, I do remember when my mom gave me a microscope um, as a kid and just, I don't know, I feel like that was so memorable me. And I'm just like, maybe that was when I started my love of science, but, um, and growing up in the area, going to high school and saying, okay, I either wanted to work for the Georgia Bureau of Investigation doing crime scene work, <laughs> not lying. I read the book, The Bone Collector, and I was like, that's going to yes. be me. Uh, luckily, yes. I did not get that job. I interviewed, <laughs> but there's a reason, right? Um, and then my other one was I wanted to work at the CDC, so Center for Disease Control, Control and Prevention in Atlanta. And so um, none of those panned out right out of college. And then a year later, just working at a private microbiology lab, I got called back to CDC to do an interview. And then I ended up being there for six years. And so just moving around into different job spots and things, I only had a biology degree, you know, that, that bachelor of science in biology and 
um, I really loved the work I was doing. It was kind of like, you know, having that, I guess, like a servant heart or that servant aspect of like wanting to give back. And I loved science and I thought I wanted to be in a lab for forever in that laboratory setting. And I worked in newborn screening and molecular biology. I worked um, newborn screening quality assurance program. I worked with so many people that were smarter than me. So it was always humbling every day, but I felt like there was growth every day, right? I'm like, what is this word? What are we doing today? Why, how <laughs> am I here? Why am I here? I, like that was daily. Um, but I got pregnant with my first child while I was there. And so um, I ended up with, an emergency C-section after 27 hours of labor. And um, there was a lot to unpack in that. Like, that was not what I expected. It was, it was very, um, I mean, it was traumatizing, but it was also just, that was like, this is not what I wanted. This is not what I expected. And I went back to work very, very soon. Um, like only after four weeks, I don't recommend, everything that happened, like I don't recommend. And I talk a lot about, you know, that in the office or whatnot, but, um, you know, and we'll get to that in a minute, like, you know, as far as that led me up to where I am now. So then fast forward three years, I was pregnant again and a little bit late in the game, but I was like, oh my gosh, if I don't want to have a C-section again, if I want to have that vaginal birth, like I'm gonna have to do something different. And I really didn't do anything the time before. Like I ran, I was healthy. I did, you know, followed what the doctor said, like, yes, we're going to do this and this test and we'll do this. And I had a lot of those interventions, um, you know, Pitocin, internal freedom monitoring, uh, we're going to break your waters, like all mm. of these things. And it just led up to that cascade. I also think I had a lot of fear. Like I said, there's a lot of things to unpack in that. And then, so again, fast forward three years, I was like, oh my gosh, I should do something. And so of course my mom had mentioned chiropractic care, but we don't listen to our parents, right? So my friend <laughs> right. mentioned it and I was like, oh, I should. Oh, genius <laughs> idea. <laughs> I, know, right? I like to give both of them credit, but I remember I Googled and I was like, okay, chiropractor in my area, like, where can I go? And so I ended up going um, and starting under care. I went in at 36 weeks pregnant, second time around. Right. And I'm like, all right, here I am. <laughs> Help. This is what I want to do. And I remember I'm still dear friends with that chiropractor. We'll go into how she's in the story in a minute, but she still goes over and she's like, oh my gosh, you made me nervous coming in like CDC, like having this kind of mindset with health, you know, I guess maybe, right. or just this mindset of like, um, not really knowing the normal physiological aspects of birth and all of those things. And then like coming in and saying, Hey, I'd like to do this. And I, you know, the hospital I was at is, is not well known for having VBACs. I don't want to, you know, throw anybody in this, but, um, and so I started under chiropractic care. I followed her recommendations, care plan, and then um, I ended up with my VBAC. And so it was a 21 hour difference in labor and delivery. So it was very wow. impactful for me, very, very impactful. And in my head, I was like, the only thing I really did differently was chiropractic care. I was still under the same amount of stress, if not more at work, because I had taken on other um, tasks, you know, I had moved departments and moved things. And that's when I was, um, national birth prevention study. And I was supervising people, which I don't know, I don't recommend sometimes <laughs> you know, just, it was a whole, it was a whole thing. And so I had that really empowering birth experience. And then, um, there was, uh, this beautiful magazine that she has in the office that I talk about a lot too, called pathways to family wellness. And then that had some like beautiful articles in there about like natural things with the body and our innate intelligence and the beauty and function of how things um, work naturally. I, I don't know. There was just, and there was one article in particular 
and it was um, by Dr. Jeannie Ohm, and it mentioned a book called Molecules of Emotion, and that book was, I went, I read the article, and then I went and got the book, and because in that science brain for me, I wanted to, I wanted to read that book. I was like, oh, this is going to, this is, this fits into me in that science world. And that was very much following Dr. Candace Perth. And she was 1970s PhD candidate, you know, woman working in a man's world and looking for the nat- natural opioid centers in the brain. And it was just such a beautiful thing. And she talks about chiropractic care too. And I was like, okay, so everybody's talking about this. What is this? And then my chiropractor had said too, she's like, you should bring the kids in. And I was like, mm. Okay. You know, just in my head, I was like, well, they don't have any problems. Nothing's really going on. Why? You know? And I was like, well, mm. we'll bring them in. Cause I had stayed under care with postpartum cause I had a history of hip pain with running. And so that was completely gone with, um, staying under care in that postpartum time period. And then bringing the kids in, um, the youngest, uh, my newborn ended up like he would poop every adjustment, like it, no more constipation. That was amazing. If you have ever had a constipated baby, it was not fun. And then my oldest, he was three when he got adjusted. And that was, he always needed a nebulizer every winter. It would settle in his chest, mm-hmm. whatever cold it was, and he would need that. And then from that point on, he he never needed it again. And it was like, that was, again, the only really intervention that we did. So that that was for my husband. He was like, oh, well, what is this? This is cool. I was like, what? My my amazing birth was nothing. <laughs> you know, oh, that wasn't lot. enough. But the kids, <laughs> so then he started getting under care as well, too. And that's when one day I went into the office and I remember so, um, saying to, to Dr. Pam and being like, do you like what you do? I remember the outfit mm. I was wearing. I remember everything about that conversation. Oh, I and love I remember that. Saying, do you like what you do? And she was like, yes. She goes, mm. are you thinking, what are you, why are you thinking about switching? <laughs> and I was like, I think so. You know, like, I don't know because she was helping people, but it was that direct connection. Like you see people, you talk to people. I was like, I was in a lab and I didn't, I didn't have that connection and I wasn't running my own project, you know, like I was just doing all of this work that everybody else had said would be great. And I needed to go back to school to advance any further there, you know? And I was like, man, going back for master's in public health sounds like brutal to me. That was just not where my heart was being led. And so everything else, I just kept hitting this little, this blockage, you know, and trying to, I didn't know, do I need to push or do Mm. I need to reevaluate? And then, um, so big thing was telling my husband that I wanted to quit my job (laughs) because I was the breadwinner of the family. So that was like, that was good. That took a lot, like, you know, praise God for him because he was very well. It took him a little bit though. Cause I am very much like, Ooh, this idea, that idea, let's do this. I'm an Enneagram three. We can do this, you know, like all of those things. And so he gave it a couple of weeks for it to like actually settle. settle. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so yeah. So then go back and, you know, I go back to school and I have a three-year-old who's almost four and then a 10 month old. Um, and that was, that was tough. That was a lot of relying on family, friends, like, oh my God, can you go to daycare? I'm not going to make it home. Can someone watch this kid? I have a 7 a.m. exam. You know, it was the quarter system. It was, it was brutal, but I had that science background. And it's so funny. A lot of people are like, oh, what a big shift from CDC to chiropractor. And I was like, I, I still don't think it's that big of a shift because I was like, I just, maybe it was just a difference in how we approach health or just the look at, you know, like I loved that science field and understanding the body, but maybe I hadn't looked more at like those physiological process of it and that nervous system aspect of it now with that. But um, 
yeah. So then I guess what fast forward and I graduate. I wish it was like that. <laughs> I wish just like <laughs> if only. And it's done. Um, no, but yeah, so I graduate and then I actually was able to do my peak internship at the office with Dr. Pam, where she, you know, I credit her as being my mentor as where I, you know, where I went for my chiropractic care. I can't remember you weren't, were you there when I was a peak intern? Yeah. yeah. Um, or no, or was it when I had started working there? It was, yeah. Remember. When you, it was when you started, it was when you started working okay, with her. So I yeah. did my internship with her and then I, um, once I graduated, she opened up office space to help me, you know, kind of figure out what I wanted to do. Um, because, um, you know, you go and you have something in mind of like, oh, I, I like this health and wellness thing and wanting to do this. And, um, then you realize it is involved in like, um, owning a business. <laughs> like you, <laughs> yeah, you kind of throw that into, and it's like, oh, wow, you've got to be that business owner too. So sometimes you there's many hats, you know, that right. you wear in that aspect of things. So she opened up the office there with, um, letting me kind of get on my feet. And so I rented some space from her. And so that's probably when, yeah, when you were there right. as well. Um, and that was a lot of fun too, you know, and learning and seeing that behind the scenes aspect. And that's why, and you, on your episode, you talk a lot about having those mentors and those people that you see that are five years ahead of where you went, 10 years, 20 years ahead of where you want to be, you know, and it's nice right. to, to have that vision and see, okay, this is what works for me. This is what doesn't work for me. Right. And like, this yeah. is what I see. And this is what fits with my energy and learning those things. And a lot of times you don't learn that until you just jump right in until you're in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> take that first step. So yeah. So that's when we met Yeah, <laughs> when you were working there. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah. it was such a privilege because it was like, I had, I had come in and Dr. Pam was running her office, which we're, we're, we are referring to Dr. Pamela Stone and she owns her own chiropractic office in Kennesaw. And so I had come, come in and she was owning her own business. And, and, you know, if she's from Boston, and so I don't know if that like gives insight into how she runs her business. I love the way she ran her business, but it was very like cut and dry. Yes. very northerner whatever and then in comes dr shannon who's like green and just a different personality great southerner yeah two different personalities but it was so cool because it was like interesting to see how she like helped you develop but then how also like in this at the same time i i feel like you helped her as well but you also held true to who you were so it was really fascinating for me like behind the desk to just yes. watch you guys kind of and to watch you figure it all out of like like you said like wearing a businesswoman hat like oh whoa like i just wrapped my head around chiropractic and now i'm walking into this and figuring out how to and surprise they don't give you a lot of training you know in chiropractic <laughs> school about that right you know you're focusing on passing boards and and those type of things but boards are great but if you don't get anybody in the office yeah, right what am i gonna do with this no, so it's, <laughs> it's there's that aspect to it as well too and again like that learning process like i have never even when i go back to like every freaking practical exam and stuff just like the nerves that went with it every time you're just like oh my gosh this is so out of my comfort zone. And it was so much out of my, like all the time, you know, but that's when we, that's when we grow. <laughs> that's when we, we right. those things. So when you just view it differently, it helps, but, um, that was very, very, yeah, that was very eye-opening. And I think too, I mean, she pushed me a lot. So sometimes you yeah. need that, 
um, to kind of say, okay, I think I can do this, or I, you know, I think I'm going to go a different direction and do something else. And so once that year was up, so we had like a year contract, it was kind of like reevaluating and saying, okay, where, what are we going to do here? What's working? What's not? And I think sometimes too, it can be easy to, um, like, I'm so thankful because we still talk. I just saw her the other day. I needed help with my kid. I needed someone else to adjust him. (laughs) 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 Working with family can be tough. Um, and so, I mean, we still do races together. We do a lot of runs together. That was, you know, we have a lot of things in common and I'm so eternally grateful that like, I still have her as that mentor, even if I'm not still in that same office work setting with her. I just, I feel like it could have, could have ended badly. I feel like, and Mm. it it really didn't. I'm just beyond thankful for that. You know, sometimes it's just kind of saying, it's just being open and honest and truthful and vulnerable, you know? Right. Wow. So, and that was really nice to, but then again, too, it was also like, oh my gosh, now I said, I'm going to step out on my own. Yeah. Here so, we go. Here and we then go. now she, there she is. Well, and like the thing too, is like, I, it, like, and as we're like thinking, I'm just like processing, like, it's, it's such a lesson too, because it's like, I think sometimes when and I'll just talk about women, but like new business owners, we think like, oh, well, she did it this way and she's successful. So I should do it that way. Or like, we just like want to, we almost want to play copycat because we're scared to be ourselves. And so it's like such a lesson of like, okay, but it's only, it only gets to be yours if you make it yours. And so there's like no like cut and dry way to own any type of business. But like, if we're honing in on chiropractic, it's like, there's no cut and dry way to own your own chiropractic business. Like, and I think for you, like the thing that draws your patients to you is your personality and the way that you operate your business. And it's the same thing with Dr. Pam. It's like the things that draw her, her, her patients to her and the way that they stick with her is the way that she operates. And, and, and with any business, I mean, it's the same thing with me, like that the women that I, yeah, yeah, right, right. Yes. Yes. And absolutely. that's what you've got to be comfortable with too, is knowing like, I'm not going to be the best fit for everybody, but I'm also yeah, not wow. going to change who I am to bring in those people. I mean, I have people call the office. And I'm like, Ooh, this is not a good fit. Let's find you somewhere else. You know, like, cause I know this isn't what you're needing or what you're looking for are those type of things. And yeah. And so my office is very different than hers, you know, which is, but that's, what's really cool. And we, she and I have even talked about that because it's very, very simple. And so sometimes too, she's like, oh, that's really nice that it's simple. And then you, and, but, and other offices are kind of, it's simple, but in a different aspect, like there's one other person in there because it's just me, you know? So it's, it's interesting to see how different those offices can be right you know and I had I had a mentor for a little bit too because I signed up with something it was called aligned women um that really helped um I think that was beneficial to say okay this is this is okay like I don't have to be open five days a week I work two and a half days right now and that can change because mm-hmm. it's right. my own thing I can do what I want you know so mm. right now that's what I do so it's very um it's very, there's just no, yeah, like you said, there's no cookie cutter. So that's what's really good and also really bad because it's also like, oh God, I don't know. <laughs> but can do. somebody tell me what to do? <laughs> just tell me what to do. So there's some aspects where I'm like, okay, just tell me what to do with this, you know, and then we'll figure it out. But um, for the most part, it's really nice to have that flexibility as well too right well and there's almost like a relief and like there's no Mm -hmm. right way to do it so like you know almost like let go of the pressure that you're putting on yourself that there is a right way because there's not I mean you just kind of 
there's a right for you and then there's right. a right yes. for somewhere else. That's a good you way to have put it. to align with it, you know? Like that's a great way to put it. To have that energy. Cause if you don't have the right energy there, people are gonna pick up on that. You right. know, if it's not authentic, I feel yes. like that is really, I mean, that's what people are really looking for too, is that authentic connection. And like, do you hear me? Do you see me? You know, mm-hmm. type of thing. Right. And, and yeah, obviously, you know, help me get out of pain and like those other types. But a lot of times <laughs> people don't realize they are looking for that, you know, authentic. Right. The click so, yeah. too. Well, uh-huh. and it's like, the, and for you too, like you want to be able to connect with your patients. And like, like you said, for you guys to have like matching energies, because then it's like, not that your business isn't work, but it, it gets to be enjoyed. Like it's fulfilling for you mm-hmm. to have patients walk through your door. They're like, okay, we match. Like we, you're meant to be here. I'm meant to be your doctor. This is mm-hmm. going to be amazing on both ends. Mm-hmm. So, and I, you know, I will say this too. I, there's those little moments of where, you know, you feel kind of pushed and it's kind of like, well, do I, am I doing this right? Am I on the right path type mm-hmm. of thing? Because, you know, um, one thing that sticks out in my mind a lot with you, which I, that's why I'm so glad you're doing this podcast and having that servant heart because we, the day before I was set to open my office, we were in a very terrible car accident, um, Mm. on 75 on the way home from our beach trip. And so, I mean, it was literally the day before. And so instead of opening my office, I was driving back to the hospital to pick up my husband because he had stayed overnight. And, you know, we'd all, we'd flipped on the highway and had to be, you know, cut from the car and had, you know, I had a firefighter husband too. So it was very, I don't know, that whole process was very unsettling, almost being like on the other side of those things. And, you know, we had the two kids in the car, like, so we all get transported. And so, like I said, that next day he's in the hospital, I'm going to the car to get all of our stuff out. And it was just, and I was also like, my God, you know, like Mm. now what am I going to do? You know, it was just very... You didn't have time to think or process those things. And so I remember um, going, I, every, we all, when Brendan got out of the hospital, we all went to see Dr. Pam because I was like, we obviously all need to be adjusted because, oh my word, what just happened? And, um, and that was an emotional visit to just, you know, seeing them for the first time after that, that mm-hmm. you know, accident, because it was so very, I mean, it was so very intense and um, you were there. Mm-hmm. but you weren't working there, were you? Or were you still working there? Or were you just there in passing? I can't remember. I feel like, I can't remember. If there was I was like a there. Divine interconnect, like divine intervention of why. I think, there. I think you're right, Shannon. I don't think that I was working there. I think I was just a pay. I think I had that. I think I was at the church at the time and I had come for an adjustment and your family happened to be there. Yeah. Cause I didn't know that that car accident happened. We just happened yes. to that's crazy. Whoa. So then I know. And so I see you. And of course I'm like, you know, just a mess or whatnot, just, you know, rehashing things or whatnot. And I remember you were just, were so calm and you were like, can I pray for you? I'm going to cry again. <laughs> and I was like, yes. And just like mm-hmm. the, the prayer that you had that supernatural blessing and like supernatural mm-hmm. healing, that's what you said. And that has stuck with me. It really has. Oh, and so when knowing too, that like, and now I say to like, you know, life can poo poo on your plans. Like, you know, you can, you can think that that's happening, but just knowing, I was like, I just know in my heart that this is where, this is where we're supposed to be. This is where we are. I don't know why this has happened. We're not here to understand why, but you know, we just keep going and keep living. And so 
that's why I love this podcast because you <laughs> are doing those like supernatural prayers and blessings for people and you're, you're speaking, you know, life into them and stuff. And so that was, so then what was it? Um, the accident was on the seventh. I was supposed to open the office on the eighth. And then, um, on the 14th, I adjusted my first patient in the office wow. and it just, I mean, my husband was there and he had a little like cast on his hand yeah. and all frustrated because he couldn't like do the little screw thing, but I had to get him out of the house and let him help. Cause he was so frustrated and you know, he was out of work for three months. I mean, just looking back and I'm like, Oh my God, we didn't have a car for forever because it's just a whole, a whole process. And so then the whole time I'm like, I'm trying to start a business, <laughs> you know? And like, Oh, I also have to deal with the lawyer on this because I don't know how to handle any of it. But you look at those things and it's, it's just, and then it just flowed. So my word mm. of the year that year, I try to pick a word of year. My word of the year was growth. And then I'm like, Ooh, that was a hard word. Cause I even told friends and they're like, Oh, that's a deep word. And I was like, yeah, I'm ready for it. And then <laughs> that accident happened that moment. I'm ready for it. I was like, oh. and it switched to surrender. And it oh, was wow. the surrender, just, you know, not like surrender, like giving up, but right. surrender of there is that bigger plan and that purpose. And sometimes you don't have, I learned that I don't have to push to perseverance. I don't have to just push, 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 push. Wow. I was so used to that with school. I think, you know, I was yeah. so used to that. And then just to that exhaustion and then I'm not serving anybody. And I would check in and I would be like, you know, this is, I can't devote all this time to the business right now because I'm also trying to do the family. So I just did mm. what little bit I could and it grew. So, you know, like wow. it was just that little bit of, reassurance, you know, mm -hmm. of like, okay, this is the right path. It's just, you're going to be on this journey. <laughs> it's not going to look right. like everybody else's, you know? Wow. But, uh, I love that. I know. So you well, are, and like, you just see that you, oh, one, thank you. I like receive what you said. That is so crazy. <laughs> no, to me. I'm was, like, yeah, I didn't realize that we, that I, I guess it didn't click for me that I wasn't at the office anymore. Like in my head, I was like, oh no, I was still there, but I don't, I think you're right. I, don't I think, think I, you were. That's I know. insane. There was something, that's there was so something like, crazy about that's it. so mm -hmm. God, that's amazing. Mm -hmm. Well, and I think so too, like, that's such a good word of like, like you said, like we, we want to like push, 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 and like force it and force it and force it. And I, like my business coach says all the time, like, just, you just got to keep putting one foot in front of the other. And just knowing that like your consistency is going to pay off and it's and and like without explicitly ever saying it, but it's like, it's like just faithful action. Like you just faithfully mm -hmm. keep putting one foot in front of the other, like knowing that your boats will be filled, like knowing that it's going to come it. through. Yeah. And, I and just, it's not so... like that big picture. It's not like, Oh, I have to have all of these things. It was me in a table. I'm in 200 square feet and it's just me. I don't have anybody else. And so it's like, okay, one foot in front of the other right. thing you can do. What's one other person you can connect with. You know, it really is breaking it down and keeping it that simple. Yeah. I love yeah. that. Oh, that is so cool, Shannon. Yes, oh man, how do I transition from that? No, I'm just okay, so <laughs> tell us more about because I obviously am obsessed with chiropractic. I always have I grew up in chiropractic. So that's I mean, like, like you said, it was such a new world to you mm -hmm. for your second pregnancy. Whereas like for me, it, I've always grown up with it. And so when people are unfamiliar with it or almost like not put off, standoffish, I think is a better word. So 
I guess my question is like, tell us a little bit more about like why it's important as a businesswoman and as a woman who's growing mentally to also take care of her body physically, but also like how chiropractic kind of plays into all that. And then specifically for you and your practice, like you talk about what you call the five pillars of health and how you take Mm -hmm. care of your patients that way. And I'm like so excited because y'all, it's going to be so good. This is going to be so, so good. So anyway, I want you to just dive into that. So let's dive into, um, I want to dive into like those five pillars of health because I think that is, I use these to check in because I try to tell people, like, I don't ask people to do things that I am not willing to do myself as far as it comes to health and wellness things. So I'm not telling, you know, and recommending people, oh, you need to go exercise and I'm not doing it myself. I don't expect people to run marathons like I do, but, um, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to ask them to do something that I'm not willing. So I, I, sometimes it can be very overwhelming with looking at lifestyle changes or ways to improve our health or things, because you can get bogged down. There's a lot of information, right? There's lots of supplements you can take. There's lots of things you can do. And so sometimes I think if we just keep it simple, silly, right. You know, (laughs) use that little kiss, (laughs) you know, keep it simple. And, um, So my top pillar and what I like to say is um, regular chiropractic care. And so really looking Mm. at nervous system function, you know, and the beautiful thing is you don't necessarily have to be in pain to go and get adjusted. You know, I work with a lot of kids too, but it's really looking at is the brain sending a signal to the body and is that correct? And is the body receiving that signal correctly? And is the body then giving that correct response? Mm. And a lot of times too, were sometimes we can get stuck in that posture, that forward posture, that fight or flight syndrome, that sitting all day at the desk. And that can all impact how our brain is functioning and how our body is functioning. It's those stressors in life. It's, you know, we look at the thoughts and traumas and toxins that we have. Traumas can just be sitting all day. Thoughts can Mm -hmm. be the stinking thinking that we have. And toxins is the air that we breathe, the food, what are we, you know, drinking as well toxic thoughts too, stinking thinking can go there as well. But then technology, as far as what we're absorbing, like, what are we watching? Ah, What are we watching? You know, that is also part of what can cause some of that nervous system irritation or subluxations. And then also looking at um, the tribe. So your microbiome. So that's like the five T's. So thoughts, traumas, toxins, technology, and then tribe, because the Mm. gut communicates to the brain. So when you look at it as like that whole body thing, no, no system acts alone. So yeah, people are coming in, you know, if they do come in with pain, but there's other aspects of the body that can, you know, adjusting the low back actually can help the neck because it's all connected. And I think sometimes people kind of forget those things. And so, I mean, there's so much to it with chiropractic care and it's not necessarily, um, yeah, there is an element of time with healing, So, you know, kind of saying, you know, if you're just now getting adjusted and you're 25, well, it's, you know, you've been alive for 25 years. So we've got 25 years of things to unwind, right? Learned behavior patterns, learned mental patterns, and, you know, all of those things to kind of (laughs) unwind a bit. So giving it time there, but that's what I mean by that regular, that consistency with it, you know, is it, don't we say that a lot of things work when we're consistent with things, right? right? Showing up consistently. Um, so I guess that's how I would have to put it in a nutshell. And like I said, I work a lot with prenatal and, and pediatric patients. And so I'm always looking at like that birth aspect and that alignment and pelvic and sacral aspect of things for yes, a better birth, but then looking at the stress of mom and, um, the stress to the nervous system as well too. Um, 
with all of those five T's that we talked about. So that's my, that's, that's one of those big pillars of health. Um, nutrition is another one of mine. And so that, um, I mean, that can go with water, you know, like simple, I keep it simple. I'm like half your body weight in ounces every day of water. Right. And then if we're not there yet, can we switch one drink, just switch one drink out and do water? Like it's literally starting with those simple things. Cause then they add up. So if you keep, it's that one little step forward, instead of saying, all right, I'm giving up soda and coffee and wine and tea and all of those things. And then next thing, you know, you've crashed and you're angry. And then you kind of rebound. run back it was right. those lifestyle changes. Right. Um, but also foods. I mean, it's not like a, I don't think a specific diet is right for everybody, but it's like, what, how do you feel? What makes you feel good? Do you feel yeah, good? Yeah. Yeah. And then you try to go run. Nah, you may not, you know, mm -hmm. but do I feel better when I eat a salad? I like an 80, 20 kind of diet where 80 yes. good, 20 bad, you know, like I, it's mm -hmm. not a, you know, don't eat anything bad ever again, but it's those small, can we have, um, a few more veggies and fruit. And it's also that mental aspect of, it's not that I can't have this. Can I add more of the good in, right? right. It's that little mental shift sometimes too. So just those type of things I try to talk about in the office. Um, exercise obviously is a big one. I mean, we have to move. And it can be, again, as simple as 10 minutes a day. That's what I try to get people to do. I know we do typically need a little bit more, but I'm like 10 minutes. And Something. I'm in between bus stops. So I've got an <laughs> elementary kid and a middle school kid. And so when I get one to the bus stop, I come home and I'll do weights. And I'll, I can get between 15 and 20 minutes sometimes. Oh, and then nice. I get the other kid to the bus stop. And then some days I go to work. And some days I fit in a run. Like you know, it's fitting that in. It's setting those little goals. Maybe you set a race goal or something like that. It's never um, a, I want to lose this weight. Like it can be, and I get that that's there, but also don't we want to move in a healthy and functional way? And chiropractic can fit with that too, because if we're not moving well, um, then it can hurt. And then it can, it can impede, you know, you can be like, well, this hurts and this isn't working. And this side isn't as balanced as the other side. Mm. And, you know, right. so looking at how, um, chiropractic care can help with that too. Um, I, I like the, um, the mental and I call it like mindset. And so that's a big one. Um, and I think you talk about all of these things on your yeah. episodes too. And so this one can be a lot of things. This is mindset in like, yeah, the stinking thinking, but also, um, I, you did one episode where you talked about your morning routine and things, and I have a morning routine as well. So I have like, I have certain devotionals that I like to do. I like to journal, like that's that mindset, like gratitude. Can you just write down five things, um, that you're grateful for? Because that can shift a lot of things, you know, it, it's just those little simple things that can add up, but that mindset, um, can play a big role a big part, you know, like mm -hmm. if we're going to feel comfortable or successful at doing something. And so it can just be those simple things there with that mindset shift, or even, um, I like the, the morning routine sleep is my next pillar. And so I think a nighttime routine can be really good too. I recently got a new, um, Garmin watch and, um, it told me that my, I was, I suck at sleeping. I learned, oh, I was like, oh, this is, I had high stress levels. Like it was, it was very defeating. And so then I was like, okay, I'm going to do a nighttime routine. Mm -hmm. and, so, and so my, yeah, my watch told me that I suck at sleeping and it was really the, um, like my stress levels were high. And I was like, you know, and that was kind of defeating. I was like, I'm doing all of these, you know, pillars of health. I'm following this and I'm getting ingested and yet my stress levels are high. So, I mean, it goes to show like there's, 
it's not just like a one-all be all it's going to fix everything Mm -hmm. type of thing. So I started like, try to really have like a nighttime calming down routine. Cause it's very easy in the day to just go, 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 go. And then you get to the day and you're like, what the hell just happened? Right. So, and that doesn't serve anyone well, you know? And so I have this acupressure mat that I freaking love. And so I'll lay on that. My kid actually uses it more than me, which is great. Um, and then like a magnesium or something or that nighttime routine to just decompress and not looking at the phone. So those are, so that's kind of, um, those are like those pillars. And so when I, if I'm feeling sluggish or whatnot, or I'm feeling off, I sometimes go to those and I'm like, where am I off a little bit? Like, it's a nice thing to go back to, to just, it gives you that, like something to go back to and say, okay. Right. Like a reference point. It's a reference point. Say like, you know what? I haven't had any water. You know what? That can be a really big part of it. And so I swear, just drinking glass water. You're like, okay. You know, and it just, it helps with that. And so it's been a nice little, I don't know. And then I just using it with patients too and checking in, you know, and being like, have we had our water today? Or are you with this? Most Did you sleep time? last night? Yeah. It's all of those things. I know. So, but that's, I guess that's, um, part of me that transition into and looking at health, um, I guess from a different view, you know, it, it's hard to, in the, in the, the medical world, we break everything down. You have a lung specialist and a heart specialist mm. and a GI specialist. And it's like, but those systems never work alone. Right, and that's right. why when you go to the drug ads and you see those things, it's like, well, this could also, you're taking a heart medicine, but you could also have, you know, GI issues, musculoskeletal issues. You could die, like all of those type of things because the systems don't act alone. And so sometimes it's that holistic approach to things and looking at um, the person as a whole and really looking at how nervous system function plays a part. And again, I'm never looking at treating specific symptoms in people. It's just, I, I mean, sleep is the biggest thing, the biggest side effect that I hear about, you know, as far mm-hmm. as like having that regular care and sleeping better. Well, when the nervous system is functioning better and when we have impacted that vagus nerve, which, you know, controls so many functions of the body, then that can kind of explain why we're feeling What's a little bit better, on, why we right. got, you know, the sleep better. So it's yeah. just neat to see how everything's connected. Well, and it's cool because, and I think the human body is like so fascinating. Like I will really nerd out about it because it is so cool how like everything feeds off of and into one another. And so like for chiropractic care, it's like, we're taking care of the system as a whole from a place of like, this is not only going to help you physically, like, of course, like if you're in pain, yes, we hope that it will help you get out of pain. But what did you post the other, you posted something the other day and I reposted it. Oh, it was, um, it was talking about how, where you feel the pain is, is probably not where it started. Mm, And I was was like, because that's like, if you really start digging into it, you're like, oh, duh. But for some people that's like mind blowing. I'm like, well, what do you mean? Yeah. Like my lower mm-hmm. back hurts, but what do you mean? It started in my neck or, or my arm or whatever. My right? hip so- hurts, you know, my knee and my ankle hurt. Right. Well, let's go up that kinetic chain. And it's or like, I think of like, sacrum. yeah, I had, um, I had pain, which was like so random in like my left pinky toe. And so I went to see Dr. Pam and come to find out it all traced back to my lower back somewhere on my right (laughs) side. And it was my left pinky toe that kept falling asleep or something. And I was like, what is happening? And so, you know, she, so at the chiropractic office, you know, she has that scanner and the scanner was like, me, 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 like Uh so red on one end. But again, it's like your whole body 
feeds off of each other and not just physically. And that's what I love about the five pillars. It's like, it's not just your physical body that's playing off of each other. Your mental game also plays into it. And you had touched on this about how like your gut health affects your gut can affect your entire system, but it can affect Mm -hmm. your mental health as well. And like, I, I love it. I was listening to a podcast the other day, like they're finding new research of like, how to um, help people who, who suffer with like severe mental illnesses. And they're figuring out that, that healing their gut biome is, is helping heal, helping to heal their mental health, which is like, well, that's where a lot of neurotransmitters are. That's where your immune system, you know, 80% of your immune system, all, most of your serotonin is made in the gut. So it's, you know, and it communicates to the brain via that vagus nerve. Right. And so vagus nerve comes out um, from, and it doesn't come down the brainstem, it comes out a different foramen in the, in the skull and goes right in front of that top bone in the neck. And so when we make those adjustments in the neck, it can impact that vagus nerve function and facilitate that as well too. And so then you can let, you know, good information come up to the brain and then you can say, okay, well, yeah, the guts overrun with bad things. So what can we, how how can can we we heal that? I love Mm -hmm. that. That's mm-hmm. so cool. Okay. So if you are like, and I guess you can just like speak into this too. Like, you know, let's say like somebody's listening to this and she wants to get started and like taking care of her five pillars or like she wants to get started into chiropractic or whatever that looks like. Like what, what are some good ways to touch on each of the five pillars? Like as a beginner, like what are some good, like tangible ways for her to just start? And like, I, I love that you said like, start simple. So you don't overwhelm yourself. That's what I would do. And it's really, I, you know, it could be for some people, it could be looking at all five of them and saying, okay, what's one thing I can do in each pillar. Um, Cause like for Lent this year, what did I do? Um, I wanted, like, I wanted to move my body a certain amount every day. I wanted to be spend five minutes in worship and five minutes in prayer and five minutes reading the Bible. And then, um, I wanted like my nighttime routine. Like I kind of set and gave like a little time limit there. So I did like all, you know, looking at like all five of those things. Um, you can kind of do that. That can still even be overwhelming for people though, too. So it could be, okay, let's take one and go through each of them. Um, and spend a specified amount of time, you know, and say like, okay, I am going to be more mindful. Awareness is my word of the year for this year. And so that Mm -hmm. to me is just like, okay, in order to fix a problem, we have to be aware that there is a problem, right? Right. So step one, maybe even, (laughs) okay. So yeah, let's go back to the beginning. Step one, that would be like making a little note of, and like saying, well, where am I at in my sleep? Mm -hmm. Am I moving my body? Well, you know, what does my exercise look like? What am I eating? Like a simple little food diary thing, because if we're not aware of where we're at, that like, do you even know how much water you're drinking? But a lot of people don't, unless you have one of those big water bottles, which is what I have. I'm showing you in my video. I have my big, <laughs> I have yes. my big water bottle. Cause otherwise I'm like, I can't keep up with how many glasses I've had. So right. it's, it's kind of, yeah, let's take it back to step one. Let's go to that awareness. And then it can be, like I said, looking at all of those and saying, okay, this is my game plan for each of them or picking one. And I mean, water, I would just, just drink water. That would just be my first one there. Just water. drink water. You know, doesn't mean you can't have the other things too, but let's, you know, get more in my movement would literally be 10 minutes a day. And you, I, obviously we need to get to the point where we can increase that heart rate, but can we, can we move? Can we find the time? That's going to be the hard thing. Yeah. It seems to be, I hear it all the time. I hear it all the time. 
I just don't have the time. And, I'm, and my mom has always said, people find time to do the things they want to do. Yeah, absolutely. So you've also got to change that mindset and say, okay, this is something I want to do. This is what I need to do. We were made to move, right? Well, and so I think it's even like, oh, I'm sorry, Shannon, go ahead. No, no, go for it. I think it's even like flipping, like the perspective of like, instead of, cause again, like it all stems from your thoughts. So like, if your thought is I don't have time, then your brain's going to go looking for evidence of where you don't have time. Whereas like flipping the perspective of, like, and it just confirms it. You're like, yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah, you you're right. Time. I'm so busy. Whereas like just a, a simple flipping perspective, like, okay, where do I have time? I or schedule my runs. I? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I write it in my calendar because it's so important to me. I yeah. write those things down and I fit it in because it's important, you know? Right. Yeah. So that's one thing too. You can even schedule it and write it down as a non-negotiable thing. I mean, <laughs> right. I get up every morning too. my mindset. That's a non-negotiable thing. Yeah. And I know my days when I don't start that, I mean, I don't do it every day, you know, like the weekend sometimes I'm like, Oh, you're kind of groggy start, but <laughs> I really wanted to sleep in good grief. But you know, <laughs> it's, I, I have a better day when I start and kind of unload everything in the journal of what's going on and yeah. where my thoughts are, then I can analyze some of that stinking thinking and then say, okay, we got it out. I mean, I've even had to tell my 12 year old that I'm like, okay, where can we process some of this information? Mm. You know? So that would be the, the mindset thing would be like, can we find five things to be thankful for? And it's yeah, always, I love that. and then even the perception of it, like, it's always not something that I can stop doing. Like, I feel like that's negative as well, right? Like if I could just stop doing this or stuff, mm-hmm. I don't know. But if we add in something else, then maybe that doesn't leave room for yeah. what we don't want. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. I had, I was reading um, the book. I'm like doing like a deep, deep study, like just taking my time digesting um, Atomic Habits. Uh, I haven't Claire. read that, but I oh, want Oh man, you'll yes. love it. And he talks about habit stacking. And so I was like, if you want to introduce something new into your routine, introduce it next to something that already exists. So like if you wake up in the morning and you like the first thing you do is grab water, hopefully, and cough in your coffee, let's say, you know, yeah, what can you, yeah. you know, we have to, have coffee. <laughs> what can we like stacking something with that? So like, if it comes to mindset, it's like, okay, in the morning, I'm going to grab my water. I'm going to grab my coffee. And then I'm going to put on a podcast while I get ready for the day, or I'm going to grab my coffee and my water. And then, and then right after that, I'm going to go journal. And so it's like, it's, it's just, um, introducing something into something that already exists and, and the way that our brains work, and I can't remember the science behind it, but it helps us to, to introduce something new into something familiar. It's like that neural pathway always knows that. So then it's going to associate it with this new habit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. That's cool. Yeah. And so like finding that time of the day to add those things in around something else, you know, I mean, there's a lot of times we're at, you know, I'm at soccer practice and I'll run every single soccer practice, even if I've already run for the day, because that's a really optimal time. And mm-hmm. I'll be honest, I do not see a lot of parents out there exercising. Not that that's not that hey, there's no judgment. I'm just like, right. Perfect time. Just right. like, go they're distracted. Walk. I know you've been at work all day. Maybe. I don't know. Like go do something, <laughs> but, um, um, let's see. And then like the nutrition aspect too, it's it, that shift of, um, how do we feel? I think the big thing with that would be, I, I do think we're a very inflamed society. Mm-hmm. And so I, maybe not everybody needs to be gluten-free, dairy-free and on whole 30. I mean, I, we've done whole 30 for a bit. I really like that just because it's low inflammatory foods. Um, and so sometimes too, it can be really starting with that awareness of like, how do I feel with certain foods and maybe looking at cutting it out, you know, or looking at, you know, food sensitivity tests or something like that 
but it's really looking at that relationship with food mm-hmm. um, and cooking at home. I mean, what's a, can we do one more meal at home? That, yeah, I love you that. Know? Yeah, one perspective it's that I changed. Simple things. Cause I had, I, and I think like for me, I wasn't even aware of the relationship that I have with food. Like you said, like awareness is the first step and mm-hmm. like, like perspective change that I had is like from like stop labeling foods as like good food, bad foods into foods that like, this is food that fuels me. Like that makes me want to like keep moving and do things. And this is food that drains me. And like, certainly there are times like, for example, tonight where my, all my, not all of them, but a lot of my siblings are running a half marathon tomorrow. So mm. to, they're doing like their big carb load. Okay, well, I'm not going to run, but I would love to eat the comfort food with you guys. Carb load too. Yeah. But no. I don't have anything else to do tonight. So I'm like, I'll just eat the food that drains me. But it, I just, for me, it was like such a simple shift of like, but you're okay. not going to feel shame and guilt about that. Right. Absolutely. Thing, right. Yeah. Cause I'm not going to go and do that again the next night. And then it's, yes. I have a lot of moms too, where they'll be like, you know, I said that I was going to do this type of diet thing. And then, you know, the day went to shit and all of this happened. And so I just went ahead and went to Starbucks and the day's already ruined. So then I'm going to go here and do this. Oh, and it's wow, very yeah. easy. It's I, a know, tricky cycle. I know it's, it's so tricky. It is. <laughs> it is. But again, it's the awareness. So that first yes. step, can we, we say, okay, I did this. I, I am aware of that. What can we, what can we do different next time? Yeah. I love it. I love it. Okay, Shannon. So for those of us who are local to the area or on it, or, um, and even those of us who are not, but where can we find you as far as like physically find you? And then of course on social media, your, I love your Instagram. I follow you of course. And again, like, I just love, I, I just know that you have such a plethora of knowledge and like, as a fellow female business owner, I'm like, man, anything that Shannon's doing, I probably, aside from the running, I probably need to start doing, or like listening to her <laughs> into perspective I love it. or Again, whatever. It's so. crazy with the running. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's too funny. Um, yeah. So my office name is sunrise chiropractic and wellness. Um, and the story kind of behind that too, is I came up with it on a run. Um, but like yes. the, 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 as sure as the sunrise, like the dawn of each new day is a chance to like start over, start fresh, make those moves, make that I impact, make that. those change. So that's part of why my office name is that. Um, but yes, yeah, so at sunrise chiropractic and wellness, I'm on Instagram and Facebook. And then, um, I share most of my running stuff. I have um, like Dr. Shannon O'Brien. And so I have that on Instagram and, and Facebook as well. So, and then the website is sunrisechiropracticandwellness.com. So yeah, and that Marietta, Kennesaw, Ackworth, whatever. Oh, yeah, the big, <laughs> I know, whatever. <laughs> Which, and then I, yeah. I have the podcast too. So I do, um, I have a birth podcast that I do called Aligned Birth. Um, and I do one with um, a local doula. And so we oh, talk cool. about- birth things. And yes. so that has been a lot of fun. We're coming up on my office celebrates a four year birthday Jeez. in July. Yeah, I know. Right. And you guys then... cannot see me, but my draw is dropped <laughs> four years, four years, oh my gosh. I know. Wow. which is crazy. And then the podcast is celebrating a birthday in June. So it turns That's a year insane. old. So yeah, those fun little things, but you know, I love it. I <laughs> That's love where it. I'm at. <laughs> <laughs> For somebody that has listened to this episode and they're just taking it all in, like, what's one thing that you, that you want to leave us with that you feel like it's going to help somebody who's listening to this and kind of taking it all in, like move from here and feel empowered, empowered. Um, gosh, healing takes time. Like mm. you there, it's so easy to just want that quick fix and, and want that like immediate instant gratification. And, 
Um, and not that that sometimes, you know, doesn't happen when we do things, but um, it's kind of just being that graceful with yourself and mm. setting that time and knowing that healing takes time. You know, I wish I people knew too, you know, the benefits of chiropractic care, that it's so much more than that pain management aspect of things, but too, it's not just like a one and done. Like I like to have these relationships with people and to be, and I always call it like their healing journey. I always say, I'm so thankful to be on your healing journey because it is a journey mm, and it is yeah. a process. And so, um, it's, it can be very, it can be unsettling when you're like, gosh, I just, I feel low and I'm feeling this. And it's like healing takes time. And it's just those little, what are those simple steps that we can do? And I think if we just kind of remember and maybe stick with that word, like aware of the issue, it's going to take some time but surround yourself with those people that will lift you up and encourage yeah. you and tell you, okay, Hey, let's do this as the next step. You know? Mm -hmm. I love that. That's so good. Well, and I always think too, like, it's not, and I mean, unless you have like a freak car accident, but even still, like you said, like if you have somebody who comes in at 25 and they've never seen a chiropractor, it's like, you have 25 years of all right. these things happening to you. So it's like the hurt took time as well. And like the, the issues or whatever built just like it's consistency there for a bit. Yeah. It's just, you know, the pain so, is what brought you in. We say that a little, you know, in the I love that yeah. healing takes time. That's so good. Mm -hmm. Ooh, I love that. And it's not linear. It's going to get no, great. Right. Right. And then it's going to come down and then it's going to get great. I mean, well, and this right? is why like, it's so cool because like, to me, I'm like, that just like falls right in line with, with a, owning a business. It's like, it's not uh -huh. linear. It's like a lot mm -hmm. of like, <laughs> Oh yeah. You're super busy. And you're like, where'd everybody go? Yeah. yeah. Hello. I'm here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but we still show up. It's yes. that, that, I think that owning that business really does take that mental. It does take a little bit of grit. You don't want to push to mm. perseverance to a point of like the own detriment of your health, but you also have to know that like, you know, May is a slower season for me in the office. Like kids are busy with school. We call it Maybvember because it feels like it's, you know, freaking holidays again. And like, there's <laughs> always something going on. Like there's something at the school and I'm like, yes. I just can't do it anymore. And so everybody's busy. And so I know that there's that little bit of a lull. And so it's okay. You know, you just kind of get in your head with some of those things yeah, too. And so absolutely. Kind of knowing that like, yeah, it's those ups and downs so yeah. same with healing all of our little journeys. It's all, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> and we're all in it together. Remember? Yes. Like that's yes. the thing too. It's like abundance. Yes. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Oh my gosh, Shannon. Well, thank you so much. I am so, oh, this is so good. I'm just so grateful that you reached out and asked because like me too, this just fall. I think it just falls in line so well with like my philosophy and, and taking care of yourself from a holistic point of just like mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, like it all just works together. And I feel like you've you just like go right. I mean, I really do feel like our energies match so well. Oh yeah. Well, that's, I just love, I, like I said, keep doing what you're doing. I love the podcast. I love the energy, the life that you speak into it. Your spicy ladies, like I don't know. the world needs it. The world needs it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, thank you guys for listening. I hope that you enjoyed it just as much as I do. I of course will link all the things that Shannon talked about the books and of course her Instagram, her Facebooks, and then of course the link to her website. If you are in the Cartersville, Atlanta area, please, please, please go see her. She is absolutely incredible. Um, if your energies match, but check her out. <laughs> Her Instagram is full, full, full of free value that you can pull from that. And again, just start, start simple. And I will catch you next week.